This is Tommy Bowman, co-founding pastor of Mission Church in the suburbs of Chicago. And together we are answering this decade-long question of mine. What happens when a tractional, communal, and missional church come together for movement? This is Redefining Church. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Redefining Church podcast. I am your host, Tommy Bowman. As always, thank you so much to those of you who have been rating, reviewing, and subscribing. It is helping get the word out. Thank you to the church leaders across the country, um, from Oregon to Miami to Texas so far that I've had a chance to talk to. Uh, Please consider sharing this podcast and this episode maybe in particular or a past episode with that one church leader who you know could benefit from having this Redefining Church conversation with us. As always, we have been asking this Redefining Church question, what happens when a tractional, communal, and missional church come together for movement? And like you, a church leader in this season, you have probably been inundated with webinars and Zoom calls that have to do with the topic of reopening church. And in this podcast... I said at the beginning that I wanted to share content that was going to be a little bit more evergreen, meaning that post-COVID-19 and as this pandemic comes to a close, this content could live on. A church leader could come back to it and still apply these things. Really, I didn't want to speak to the now because there's just so much content where it's kind of overly saturated. And so I don't want to add to the noise as helpful as that content has been. I don't feel like my voice has been needed in it, but today I do want to speak to the now. I do want to speak to the reopening conversation because I think what I have to say on it is really aligned with the Redefining Church conversation and Redefining Church specifically back to movement, what it started as. Um, As I do, a few quick disclaimers I want to give. The first disclaimer is... um, communication that John Peacock and I shared with our church. So I'm stealing some of that because it applies here. Uh, First disclaimer is I want to recognize that there is a vast disparity and spectrum of feelings on the topic of reopening church. On one end of the spectrum, there is a, a group of people, perhaps you, and there is a fear that your life is at risk. And you would say that the A reopening church conversation is happening way too fast. And then I also know that there's people on the other end of the spectrum where you would say that you're frustrated because your livelihood is at risk. Um, How you live and how you work and how you shop and and how you play. And you would say that the the reopening church discussion is happening way too slow. And so there's fear that life is at risk on one end. And then there's frustration that livelihood is at risk. On the other end. And so I want to acknowledge that the church is filled with people on that spectrum and everywhere in between on that spectrum. And I want to validate those feelings, your feelings. I respect them and I want to understand them even more. Second disclaimer is what I share today in this episode. Uh, These are my feelings, these are my thoughts. I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone um, or anything. And third, As I get into this conversation, I want you guys to know that I I do desire to reopen church. I do desire to get back to church, um, the gathering, as much as anyone. But um, I'm not rushing to get back for a number of reasons, and I won't get into some of those reasons. There's some great webinars out there on some of those reasons that I think are good. Uh, Some of my reasons might be implied, but what I do want to discuss today is three reasons that you might be rushing 
to reopen church. And I'm talking to you, the pastor, the church leader. Uh, those of you listening who attend church, I think you'll find this uh, incredibly helpful and, and hopefully thought-provoking as well. So three reasons that you are rushing to reopen church. Uh, here's the first one. First reason that you are rushing to reopen church is your vision, okay? Your vision. You have to reopen church um, if your church doesn't have a vision for movement. If your church is only the church while at church, then yeah, I could see why you would be rushing to reopen church. I'd probably do the same thing. And if you're saying be the church, you know, in this season and church has left the building in this season and you're rushing to reopen your church, you're talking out of two sides of your mouth. I want you to think about the early church, um, specifically up to the year uh, 300. They were known as the religio prava, meaning depraved religion, to the point that they were uh, persecuted, even to the point where they they experienced empire-wide persecution. Right? Christianity, like being singled out, which for the record is not what's happening in America in this moment. The Christian church is not being singled out when it comes to not being able to assemble. Schools aren't assembling. Sports aren't assembling. Festivals, concerts aren't assembling. We're not being singled out, okay, in this moment. But yet, the early church was, and yet they spread um, faster and more out of control than ever while they were in groups in homes of like, call it 10. And while they found locations where they could meet in groups of like 50, never getting too big and never being led by anyone that you've ever heard of since Apostle Paul. And today, um, across America, and maybe the past couple of weeks, and definitely in the, the coming weeks, governing officials are literally rolling out phases of reopening across the country, allowing groups of 10. And then they're going to 50. Um, and all that too many church leaders are talking about is reopening so that hundreds and thousands can come back to church wearing masks. And if you view this whole season through the filter of a God who is sovereign, and if you had or have a vision for movement, you would actually see the inability to reopen your church as a gift to your church. Okay. If you truly believe God allowed this and he is sovereign, you, and you have a movement vision, you'd actually see the inability to reopen your church as a gift to your church. Our church has a vision of movement. It's a movement of Jesus in the 10 in our lifetime. The 10 is our local context, these 10 towns. That's our vision. We are making decisions and leading ahead with that end. Um, has the route to that end changed? Uh, yeah, like drastically more than I could have ever imagined. And I pride myself on being able to predict the near future. The route to that end, a movement of Jesus in the 10 in our lifetime has changed drastically. Has the destination changed? No, not one iota. The first reason that you are rushing to reopen church is vision. The second reason you're rushing to reopen church is your mission. Now, if I'm, if I were a betting man, which I'm not, um, somewhere on your website, there is something about your church reaching people who don't know Jesus. Okay. I'm almost certain that I could find that on your website. The thing about people who don't know and follow Jesus is that they weren't coming to your church before, so they certainly aren't in a rush for you to reopen your church today. So why are you in a rush to reopen church? What they do desire is a friend, 
uh, community, like real community. Uh, they desire a conversation and someone to listen to them, uh, someone who would give them hope, someone who would help them. So if your mission is to help save people who don't know and follow Jesus, why aren't you unleashing your people who know and follow Jesus? This is your moment to lead your people to lost people, to equip your people. And so you have to take a hard look at your mission. You have to ask, uh, why do we exist as a church? And then add the word really. Why do we exist really? In Matthew 9, Jesus said, it's not the healthy that need a doctor, it's the sick. Same chapter, he said, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Why would we rush to reopen without seizing this opportunity to redefine church back to that? So the second reason you are rushing to reopen is your mission. The third is your values. You probably have three values because three is just a good number. And they probably are words like connect and grow and serve and celebrate, etc. Right? All good. And they probably have some sort of equipping angle to them um, because that is what the church does. It equips its people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Okay? Ephesians 4. And so if you valued equipping, you would have been ready for this moment in history. You would have equipped people or you would start equipping people like yesterday. But if you're rushing back, it's because you value ministering over equipping. And if you're listening uh, as a church attender, right, you're not a pastor, and you're rushing to reopen your church, it's because you value how you are ministered to over what you are equipped for. Okay, I'll say that again. Um, if, if you are rushing to have your church reopen, it's because you value how you are ministered to over what you have been equipped for. And if you're a pastor or church leader, it's because of what I said in episode two. You want to be needed. That's not a bad thing. And if you can't get people in a room, uh, and in this time it would be spread out with masks on, but if you can't get people in a room and talk at them or minister to them, then you're asking, what am I good for? Well, let me answer that. What you're good for in this moment is how you lead by equipping your people. But you have to answer the question, what do I value? What do I value really? Uh, the thing about values is values are not words. Values are ways. Look at the way you have been doing church. Look at the way you are desiring to get back to church. This will show you what you value. There are three reasons, and these are three reasons you are rushing to reopen church. Uh, in in my viewpoint. And these three reasons, they're not surprising. Um, they're in fact so familiar to us that we often lose sight of them. Your vision or lack of vision for movement is a reason. Your, your mission or lack of a mission for lost people is a reason. And your values or lack of a value in equipping is a reason. And if you're thinking, wow, Tommy doesn't desire to reopen church, you're wrong. I desire that greatly. What I desire more is that when the church reopens, that it has been redefined for movement, not just mine, but all. Um, that the methods that we are implementing today, that they live on after we reopen. That we would all go back to church um, better. That we would be both a gathered church and a scattered church. 
It's back to my redefining question. What happens when attractional, communal, and missional church come together for movement? Well, here's an idea for now, for this weekend. And I, don't, I realize I, have, I don't think I've given you a single idea yet, just a lot of questions. But here's an idea. Post an excellent service online, okay? There's your attractional. Uh, have people host 10 people to view it, online or in person. And when they can do 50, do 50. That's your communal. And then include people within that group who don't know Jesus. That's missional. And by the way, I think that works. So try it. Um, it is not that reopening church isn't a good thing. Of course it's a good thing. My point is that rushing to reopen and scratching and clawing to reopen will cause a church, and maybe your church, to miss out on a great thing. That being movement breaking out in your context. If you believe God is sovereign and that in his power, he allowed this moment to happen, then you have to ask the question, what the heck is God up to? And if for a few moments in history, the church and everything else, by the way, but if for a few moments in history, the church is being limited to sizes in which it spread the fastest throughout history, then how should a church leader and pastor be leading in this moment? Rushing to reopen? or redefining their church for movement. As I stated at the outset, I know that there are feelings on this topic across a very wide spectrum, and I validate those feelings. I respect those feelings. And I'm aiming to understand as many of those feelings as I can. But thank you for today allowing me to hopefully raise some questions. And I would encourage you to prayerfully consider these reasons if you are rushing to reopen. And even if you're, if you're not rushing, but you are looking at the reopening, and that's really the only game you're looking to play, I would consider these reasons, and I would prayerfully discuss them with your Heavenly Father, um, and then as a team. Let's redefine church for movement in this moment in history. If you would rate, review, subscribe, share this content with that one church leader that you know could benefit from this conversation. Until next time, this is Redefining Church.